0: Welcome to McKinley Cast, uh, Freaks and Geeks Podcast. Tonight we are discussing episode five I'm with the Band. In this episode, we learn that the freaks are in a band. We also learn Nick isn't actually a good drummer, but boy, is his drum kit huge. Aww. We also learn that his dad sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay shows her very supportive upbringing by telling Nick he can be whatever he wants to be while everyone else assures him he can't. Including Dimension. Meanwhile, the Geeks have gym class shower drama. I'm Emily.
1: I'm Rich.
2: I'm Carol. I'm Katrin. And I'm Aisha.
3: And I'm Bob. Woohoo!
4: And Bob! It's Bob um... the Grant of DexterCast fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, we're in uh, toward the end of season six, so we can sort of see the light at the end of the tunnel. I think you guys did it right. One season works really nicely.
0: Yeah, we like <laughs> we really like that about Freaks and Geeks.
3: <laughs> now, I, how
5: long have how long has the Dexter cast been going on?
3: Um, over a year, and we got maybe another half year to go. Uh, wow, that, that, you guys are on point then, because you've really what quick. six almost six seasons. You said, yeah. Well, they're twelve episode seasons. But so we have some commentaries and some recap episodes. We're we're at about 90 episodes, and we'll finish probably somewhere around 120,
4: 130. Yeah, wow, that's what? a lot. That's more than one. That's almost two a week. You guys are just plowing through this. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wish I had the energy for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. That's very- well, it's, been, it's been fun. I mean, even the lousy episodes are fun to podcast about. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true.
4: Especially with a show like Dexter, where the lousy episodes are maybe more fun to talk about. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into this. We got um with the band here. We had some predictions last time, correct? Where uh, yeah, the newbies and <clears throat> some of our listeners tried to you know figure out what this episode would actually be about. So. Let's get into the predictions, and then we're going to go straight into Emily's story time with Emily, her fun facts, and then we're going to, you know, do our thing. We're we're trying a, a new little s- scheduling situation here. We're setting it up different for everybody. It's going to be nice. Trust me. <laughs> so, let's see. Who, who wants to read the predictions? Anybody going to volunteer? I'll do it. All right, Carol.
5: Heidi Jenkins says, I think Sam starts a band. (laughs) Carol Carol says, uh, that's me, says, I think it has to do with Nick. Does he have a band? Um, Because I didn't remember us actually knowing whether he had one or not. Um, I was thinking that Lindsay would be hanging out with Nick and his band, but it could be someone like Nick trying to get into a concert or backstage. Either way, I'm hoping for a Nick episode and maybe seeing Lindsay turn away from Daniel after realizing what a dishonest manipulator he is.
4: I'm gonna, g- I'm gonna give you a ding-ding-ding on that. And yeah, so, you got a so Nick episode. That's a thumbs-up, ding-ding-ding, right there.
5: I I got a yep. Nick episode, Plus but one it, for
4: Carol. Gold it wasn't,
5: star. Yeah, it it wasn't, wasn't
4: perfect, but you know what? It's as close as... Come on. Give, uh, yourself, give <laughs> yourself the credit. Come on.
5: Alright, alright. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at it the other way, but okay, I'll give myself credit. Bob says, um... Uh, I can't play this time around. I mentioned that I was going to be on a podcast about the episode, and a friend said, oh, that's the one where... Before I could stop him. Oh. That's the he one popped... where
6: what? <laughs> yeah. What, what
5: well, was... I
3: basically, Talk I knew that Carol's question. prediction was right. I knew that it was about Nick being in the band. No. Oh, okay. uh, but I didn't think I'm supposed to say that before they'd actually watched the episode in the thread. So. No, it's yeah. good.
4: Got, you We
5: appreciate you the right that. There.
4: yeah,
5: Yeah, we appreciate that. Emily uh, just was commenting on Bob and then um, so forth. And then, okay, it says, um, Nick finally gets the guts to start a band instead of just appreciating his dream of owning drums.
4: I'm going to give okay. that a ding, 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 too. It's just yeah. it's close enough. It was really vague. It was, it was <laughs> it's very vague it's, how long that it, band's it,
2: it, been happening.
5: Katrin says, I'm guessing it invokes Nick being in a band and Lindsay being backstage with them or something. I'm bad at this. No, you aren't, Katrin.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> We're all bad at it because we don't know.
4: You know I, don't, I think <laughs> you're, all, you're all good at it because you all came close enough that I, I would definitely say victory is all around. Uh,
5: it's close enough.
0: Close
4: enough. <laughs> all right,
0: Okay, fun facts from the commentaries, um, so the geeks shower thing, that basically happened to Paul Feig at 17. Now, a big thing in the commentaries and some interviews and stuff I've heard is that everybody would hear Paul tell some horrific story, and they'd all be like, how old were you, like 11? And he'd be like, I was 17. So that was kind of one of the jokes that something like this happened to him. So old. Um, although instead of being um, streaking around the school, he, the group threw him into the showers. Well, his gym class. Well, the bullies probably threw him into the showers, and they all dogpiled onto him, um, naked.
4: Oh and, no.
0: Yeah, so they decided not to do that. They said it just sounded too creepy.
4: <laughs> if that happened nowadays, that would easily be called sexual harassment.
0: Yes. Yeah. Easy. That would, like, make national news. Yeah,
4: seriously. That would be a huge story.
0: <clears throat> okay, and... Nick- Wait, I'm uh, sorry. I just oh, got to stop you for ahead. one
4: second. There was an article that came out today that I was reading that said that this six-year-old boy, um, he kissed a six-year-old girl on the hands... And the principal said that he sexually harassed her, and the kid got suspended. And now it's like all over the news and stuff like that. But is kidding. that not crazy? Um, I, People I, need that's to call right? That's they're, mm-hmm. they're six. Yeah. You can't ha- you can't sexually harass somebody when you don't know what sex is, right? Like that just yeah. doesn't make any sense. All right, I'm sorry. Just that's had ridiculous. to get that out there. I've been thinking about it all day.
0: <laughs> Our poor children. I anyway. know,
4: right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, John Sax Okay, Nick and Nick had to learn to play the drums. And man, I just blanked. <laughs> 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 What's his name? What's his name? Who plays Daniel?
4: Um, Franco. Yeah, Frank Franco.
0: Oh, great, thank you. Jason Franco had to learn to play the guitar. And John Sachs, who shoot, I don't know if he directed or wrote. He did something with this episode. Something in the production. He taught it he's the one that taught him to play the guitar and he still gives him lessons today. Really? Or by by that today I think they it was about two thousand and eight they did these commentaries.
6: That's anyway, cool.
0: I thought that was interesting. Um, the song Sunshine of Your Love was supposed they wanted it to be back in black by A C D C but they could not secure the rights in time. Or,
4: I don't know. Good. It was this supposed was to be that. Better. <laughs> and also, there's there's no way that Daniel would have been able to actually play that on guitar. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, even their little, like, clink, clink, clink version.
4: <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, he couldn't have even tried. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: Paul Feig actually had a part in this show. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, or I mean, his face at least. He played the bass player of Dimension. Did he really? Yeah. He's got a few lines. He's got that red shirt, the peep show shirt on.
4: Oh yeah, there he is. True.
0: Yeah, he talked a few times. Anyway, so that's Um, And one fun fact is Jason Siegel has an extra piece of brain in the back of his head and it causes nosebleeds.
4: What?
2: An extra piece of brain?
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <that's laughs> he didn't go into it.
0: I guess during this episode he had nosebleed problems and that's so they were talking about it and that's why.
4: I mean, that's just like, it's. I've just never heard of that before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said he had an MRI and they discovered that and that's
4: that's all i got all right cool some interesting stuff in there i always appreciate it (laughs) so let's talk about well let's start at the beginning i guess you know there's so many things i just want to jump to honestly but let's let's start at the beginning um we see nick playing his drums immediately and his dad walks down and kind of gives him the stink eye and walks back upstairs so did anybody at that point already figure, or did everybody at that point already figure that his dad was going to be like, I hate this, I don't want you to be a drummer? Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, they kind of saw that right off the bat. And you can tell, like, even without his dad saying anything, like, immediately you're just like, wow, this guy's kind of a jerk off, isn't he? Not well, bad. we get to
0: see his reaction around the same time when we see the, um, what you actually hear Nick playing.
4: <laughs> you know, yeah, like... Yeah. See, I feel like that's kind of unfair, though, because if there was other instruments playing at that time, you know, like, you can't just hear somebody play the drums and be like, oh, this is awful. You know, it's just it's <laughs> the drums. You need other stuff.
3: Well, oh, it's probably we... better than Kim's parents. <laughs>
4: yeah i would say everything is better than kim's parents
3: i mean a lot a lot of the adults are really annoying like that like a lot of the teachers are as well it's not just the parents but i, I thought it was hilarious that nick had the dry ice and the mirror ball you know he, he was really getting into it <laughs> yeah that's cute <laughs> it's his
4: dream it's his passion man he's just trying to live it out yeah, I used to do stuff like that when I was when I played in a band. I we I was all about the production value. You know what I mean? Like even if there was <laughs> even if there was nobody there, just let's get some lights and some smoke and just, it's like our own little party. <laughs> I want to talk about the geeks and just Sam's whole issue with the showering, and just kind of see what your general impressions are on this on this storyline and and how it was how it played out.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, I just felt so bad for Sam. Like I went through the same thing in middle school. right? had to change in front of a bunch of girls. It's embarrassing.
4: Really? See, this is this is why I wanted to get all of your reviews. Did all of you have to change? I've never had to take a shower in front of other people for anything, actually. And I'm just wondering, we really, never had to shower, but. To
2: yeah they have showers, but you're not you're not supposed to anymore.
4: you're not really? supposed to anymore because of sexual yeah. harassment I assume but um, rich
0: where did you change for gym?
4: uh there were like locker rooms, but we didn't shower. We just kind of you know changed went down to our boxers and like put on gym shorts and then oh okay, put our clothes back on afterwards mm-hmm. You guys actually had to take showers? This is crazy to me. Like, it's mind-boggling.
3: It. After gym, yes. Wow.
4: See, this Yeah, is they, so uh, weird.
5: they, I actually remember very much exactly what, going through a lot of the same stuff, as far as the whole pretending to get your hair wet, and, and everything, and the, and the, like, monitoring that you were going into the shower, and monitoring that you were coming out of the shower, and we would try every trick in the book to keep from, from uh, having to go through all of that.
0: Wow, you totally sand it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, first. it was um, – I
5: absolutely – that whole thing with Sam was um, pretty much everybody you – know, there, there weren't too many girls that I remember who were okay with the whole idea of taking a shower in front of everybody. <laughs> And uh, I did have one girl try and uh, lure me into a situation where the girls could, uh, you know, throw me into the shower and do a whole number and all that stuff. And I was just a little too suspicious uh. and avoided it. Um, she she had been a friend of mine when I was a little kid. She had lived next door. And she had moved away. And apparently... And then we re-met in junior high school, and a, and she, apparently her friends got her to try and pretend we were friends again in order to lure me into a situation where they could attack me. Jane. Uh, yeah. And,
0: Girls are yeah, diabolical. Yeah, but it
5: was like someone suddenly pretending to be your friend. It's just yeah. like, yeah. You put your defenses wait, you yeah. Why are you so? And so, yeah, I was ready for it, and they didn't get very far. But They're... yeah, I, I recognized all this stuff with Sam. And
4: That's crazy.
5: Except, except at the end.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think nobody has experienced that. That is a waking nightmare. Like, legitimately, yeah. <laughs> like everybody's oh, yeah. nightmare.
5: I literally thought that that was a that we were now into a dream sequence or something until he started running. And as soon as he started running, I said to, uh, I I was watching it with my son again and, and it was like streaking. And then (laughs) I was like, now he can be streaking. And that, you know, a little while later, somebody said, it It was like, okay.
4: okay." (laughs) It's the perfect cover. It really is.
5: Yeah. 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 Because It it was right at the end. That was like right at the end of the streaking thing.
4: Yeah, and the best person to possibly have said anything about it to him was obviously Cindy Sanders. I mean, <laughs> that just changed everything, you know? If that was just, like, some <laughs> random guy, like, if that was, like, the geek guru, or, like, you know, just either, hey, you're streaking, man, you're awesome, he would have been like, oh, okay, alright. In but front since of Sandy, Alan, too! Since Sa- Cindy said it, I mean... So great. Yeah, seriously, right in front of Alan. What do you say afterwards? He's just like, are losers rides away on his ridiculous bike. (laughs) Yeah, were you happy to see the bike back, Emma? I was so happy to see the bike back. (laughs) I think that's the first time we saw it since the pilot.
3: Yeah. And Sam had really tried to avoid Cindy. I mean, he saw Cindy and said, oh my god, I gotta turn around and streak in the other direction. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that blue dot. That blue dot was just
0: wonderful. The blue dot. Wasn't that fantastic?
6: (laughs) So funny.
7: I also love.
0: The blue dot, because when it,
5: it made it so obvious, like when they had the moment when um, uh, Lizzie and Nick were talking and oh then uh, you knew that Sam was around there somewhere. And sure enough, you know, you saw the blue dot run by <laughs> <laughs> so it really pointed out where Sam was at all moments. Yeah, they were
0: going to originally just do it blurry, and
4: oh, this is so much better.
3: They
0: came up with the dot, and it was just fantastic.
3: Oh yeah, when you see the blue dot, you know, pass right by that doorway, that was just great. <laughs> <laughs>
4: exactly.
6: Well, we are getting
0: ahead of ourselves.
6: <laughs>
4: yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, I mean, we could just kind of do the whole Sam thing right now, and then jump. We could, because that's us.
0: just basically a.
4: It's we it's all it's all the same. Line. Like it's it's him avoiding showering the whole time, right. and then failing miserably at it, uh, but somehow succeeding. <laughs> I mean, what, what's the what's first? He just tries to wet his hair, right? First, he just tries to wet his hair in the. And he's trying. He's
0: trying to get the other geeks on board, and they're they're kind of like. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind showering.
4: He actually like kind. Of, they weren't thinking in in the beginning. They didn't really care, and then he kind of got them onto his side, and then they were like, "Oh, okay, this is way too much work now."
0: Right. Well, that just yeah. seemed like solidarity.
4: Yeah, probably. I love. I kind of love how uh Neil – Oh, you know what? The the this is what I wanted to say. The body hair came back. Remember when <laughs> uh, what what's her name? Ann Perkins. I don't remember her name on the show. Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. When she. Karen. Wow. Okay. I
0: remember because it's the same name as she was in the Office.
4: Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, remember she gave Sam a bunch of crap about not having hair on his pits, and then they actually Mm -hmm. brought that back in this episode and started making the like the nerds were making fun of him for not having any hair on his pits. I was like, "Eh, yeah. In fact, I wanted to say
0: something. That's something I like. Bit my tongue out.
4: Callbacks, baby. It's what makes a show worth watching. And then, and uh, Neil has formed his own hair of sorts. His very proud chest hair.
2: You mean that one line?
4: The one line of chest (laughs) hair. (laughs) You know,
2: my notes about
0: this scene is that Neil handles bullying great. You know, like... Alan yells something about show us your circumcision and he's just, he's like, yeah, take a number. Yeah. You know, he just, he's a pretty, uh, confident He's a
4: Yeah.
0: It's like he handles the bullying real good. Unless it's bullying to someone else and then he's a coward and won't, you know, step
4: in. Yeah, well, he's not about confrontation. He's about yeah. trying to avoid the confrontation. Which but is if why it's he tries MVP to take.
6: He
0: handles it great.
4: He does. Well, he tries to turn it into a joke, usually, which is right. the best way to do it, right? I mean, that's his whole thing, too. It's his whole, his whole character, you know? He's all about making things funny and trying to make them into jokes and stuff. I'm, I like Neil a lot. Like, I'm, I remember the first time I watched this, I was kind of lukewarm on Neil. I felt like, I don't know, I wasn't really into his style of comedy, but mm. the more I watch him, the more I like him, because he is, like, he's, like, deep with it, like, he really cares about the comedy, you know, he's, like, passionate about it, like, how Nick is about his drums.
3: Yeah. hmm But his comedy is, like, a 50-year-old man's comedy in, like, a teenager's body. <laughs> really... Odd.
0: Unless you ask Mr. Yeah. Fredericks, so and then he thinks he looks like a
4: fifty year old <laughs> man. <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines of the episode. I had that as my quote as one of my quotes. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it down too. So <laughs> Larry, he just says it in passing too. And Neil's just like he just gives him this face like uh, uh, uh all right.
0: <laughs> it kind of an old man, grumpy old man face.
4: It does Mom, that's exactly really what it is.
0: About the comedy of a fifty 50- and
5: it made me realize that it's not just a fifty-year-old man. It's like a um, Catskills um, comedian. 50 yeah, year, you know, it's like
0: the Bonville old kind of stuff. Yeah, the old
5: yeah, the old uh, Catskill circuit, where you know, like uh, Henry Youngman, and oh, you guys probably don't even know who that is. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, you know those those old, you know the one liners, the right, uh, and all that. Sorry. Anyway,
4: um, is there was there ever any towel whipping in your locker rooms when you guys were showering and stuff?
3: Uh, Girls, no, we don't. Yes, shower. but I'm I'm surprised that there was never anybody around to stop it in the episode.
4: Yeah, there. Was, I mean, Mr. Fredericks was out hitting on the ladies. Yeah. Uh...
5: Yeah, um, there wasn't in the locker rooms, uh, because again, it, I don't think it's really so much a girl's thing. Um, there was, I was a swimmer, I was a competitive swimmer, so there was a lot of towel snapping um, there in general, and I i learned to defend myself and snap a towel really well myself. Um, you seem to have to on. defend
4: yourself in a lot of situations, Carol. <laughs>
5: Well, you know, at the swim team, it was, you know, I mean, I started there when I was like five and, you know, kids just, you know, they discovered that you can snap towels and that, you know, became something that you just learned to do.
4: Mm -hmm. We did it with our shirts. I remember people just wrapping up shirts and hitting people and like not in locker rooms or anything, just like walking down the hallway at school, just people whipping each other with shirts. Definitely. Yeah, my husband does it to me. <laughs> really? That's kind of funny. <laughs> yes. I don't know why that makes me laugh. It's
3: kind of funny. <laughs> oh, towels are much more effective. Oh, yeah, I, I especially
5: it. especially if you make the end wet.
4: Mm. Yeah. Oh. Then, then it can terrible. be really painful. Yeah, I want none of that. Yeah. Yeah. So um Geek Guru, I always forget his actual name. Somebody tell me. Harris. Harris. Boom.
5: Harris, yeah.
4: So Harris is walking around naked the whole time, and I kind of love that. I
5: love
4: that. He just, especially
5: since he his body is certainly no better than Sam's. No, it's probably worse. Such a just the
2: it's the confidence, like a baby.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah. It's 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 when Sam says, "Can you put some clothes on?" and he legitimately and genuinely says, "Why?" (laughs) Like as if he doesn't know.
5: Yeah. Yeah, nicely
4: done. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's so. Then, Alan's being a bully the whole time, and eventually Sam goes streaking, and and he wins. I mean, that's the story of this episode for Sam is pretty much how do you live through a waking nightmare, and apparently <laughs> mm-hmm. he pulled it off fantastically. <laughs> All right, so I guess we're we're jacking something from Investigating Mars here, and we got a an plot and a B plot this week. We just did the B plot. Let's go to the A plot, which is <laughs> obviously Nick and and uh this whole having to go to the army and stuff like that if he if he doesn't keep what was it, a C plus average?
5: C plus average, yeah.
4: Which I mean sh- you should be capable of really come on, I mean if you're gonna you have you're gonna um. go to the army if you don't get a C plus get a freaking C plus. You know what <laughs> I mean? But I mean, seriously. If my parents ever threatened me with the army, if I didn't get a certain grade, I would have been out of there in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? I like, I would have ran like the wind, very, very far away.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he grew up with a military dad, obviously.
4: Yeah, but he's so the opposite. Like you can tell right off. The, like there's nothing military about him. You know.
5: Yep. Yeah. I I have in my notes that you know once we meet his dad, we know why
1: Nick is. On drugs all the time.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'll be right back, guys. I got to take my my meds.
4: All right, do your thing. Okay. Um, and we actually, Seth Rogen's back for the first time in like I don't know how long. Probably like four episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think three. Probably since. No, he was in Tricks and the Treats. He was in the party. Use... Then he was in Tricks and Treats. He was in the back of the car.
4: Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. That's
2: the last time we saw him. What was
4: his name, Ken? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, Ken. I like Ken in the way that he makes me laugh, and then I hate Ken in the way that he makes me just cringe, because I don't want to look at the screen anymore, because he just intentionally makes everything as awkward and uncomfortable as it could possibly be.
0: Yes, he does. Although, and this is coming up later, but my favorite scene of Ken so far on the
4: show is in this episode finally really alright we'll, we'll get there we'll get there so let's see they have their band practice their first band practice which is uh, the one that it, Lindsay sees it for the first time and everybody's cheering very hard and aggressively and saying that it's so awesome and they're enjoying themselves even though they sound so horrible just so really? so bad very very bad band <laughs> and yeah. um,
5: not unexpected I
4: no, yeah. you know what's funny about it? Like, I kind of, I could see Jason Siegel or not even Jason Siegel but Nick, um, like, playing the drums and, like, caring about the drums. Like, obviously, hey, that's his thing. But, like, hey, but, like, when you think about, like, like, could you guys picture Daniel, like, actually playing guitar? Like, before this episode, I never would have thought that Daniel played guitar.
3: I don't no. know. He played Is guitar? that just no. guitar. <laughs> it just
2: seemed like he randomly matched the
3: guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you can play, you have to really work at it to be that bad.
4: Yeah, seriously. It's not easy. <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that he's capable of, of doing anything that he sets his mind to as long as it it's bad like that. But if he had to try to play real guitar, like when he started actually playing Sunshine of Your Love and it was like dun, 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 I was like, I can't believe he he can do this. <laughs> like, it's so easy. But I still just couldn't believe that he could do that.
5: I, You know... When they were sitting at the table, they're actually they were actually once they started trying to play, they were better than I expected them to be. When,
4: they, when started, they were sitting, like at, when Nick was like, like "We got to try hard." You mean?
5: Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah.
5: Um, I mean, not that they were great or anything, but they actually could carry a tune.
4: Yeah. Um, the song sounded like the song. Yeah. Yeah. But
5: the um, when they were sitting at that lunch table and they and they turned out to be the band. I was just like oh god
4: no mm-hmm. <laughs> <I> was,
2: <laughs> who was who was that other guy who was in the band too oh
4: yeah that was a guy from what was it the pilot the one? pilot yeah. giving
0: um Eli crap
4: yeah I remember on the bleachers
0: like... before Eli broke mm-hmm. his arm right, right. was yeah. he was that him oh huh. yeah that's him okay.
5: yeah and then
4: Lindsay yelled at him like, yeah don't make fun of you know and he's
5: apparently right. also Nick's drug dealer.
4: Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes, yes. And he works at a drive-thru. We learned a lot about this unnamed fellow.
0: Yes. I wish I wrote his name down. I don't remember. I want to say his Sean, name but is... I might be wrong. I,
4: I know his name is Goldberg in something, which is not this. I'm, I'm going to IMBD this. it. <laughs> um, Alright, well, anyway. So, what do we got? Oh, yeah. Nick's all like so, Lindsay thought of some really great brand- band names, and Lindsay tells the, the, her opinions or whatever, and Daniel and and are kind of just like, boo! But, let me just ask you something. How awkward would you feel if you were Lindsay in that situation? Oh. And, oh. Like, that is such a terrible position to put her in. I was just, oh, I felt oh. so bad for her the whole time. I would have been like, oh, i not yeah, anything. Oh, yeah, that was
0: uncomfortable.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those guys weren't going to like anything anybody did,
4: that, you know. Yeah. Nick Nick and, Nick has yeah. the most hope like he has like he believes that, you know, maybe they'll be good and nice, but come on. They're not going to yeah. be. No. Never. Especially Ken, who I don't think I've ever heard say anything nice about anything. You know, he's yeah, always he's always just like staring blinders. at people. Lindsay Blinders?
0: Yeah, just thinking his friends are going to think she's as great as he does. (laughs) Something's going on there. Mm -hmm. Well,
5: I think also he just has, he's the only one in the whole thing that's got a positive attitude about anything.
4: You know, he's he's kind of a
5: full, upbeat person. So, I mean, he does approach things in a very positive way,
4: unlike all the he's he's like good-hearted like he's got good intentions while the other ones just seem to not care at all you know
3: he also hasn't struck me as a dummy in previous episodes like daniel has i can imagine daniel being hopeless at math forever yeah nick didn't seem to me to be like that i really didn't think he'd have trouble getting a c-plus average if he really needed to i feel the same way i think there's there's got
4: to be a certain amount of laziness coming into this I think, or I mean... News. Well, I that, think... they probably go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, that I mean, he always skips. Yeah, exactly. he gets class. I think All of the,
4: Bad I mean, influences surrounding him. Of,
5: yeah. They're, they're not stupid people.
0: None of them. Well,
5: you know, you know what?
4: Daniel is... See, here's the thing. When I look at, like, specifically the difference between those two, uh-huh. Daniel seems unaware, like, just of his general surroundings and, like, what is happening while nick seems very observant and aware of what's going on daniel seems to live in his own like like he doesn't He just the apathy like of yeah it just overrides him like he just doesn't care what's happening and he's not he's unaware of it while nick cares so he notices things and Mm -hmm. you know how people think about things and stuff like that
6: yeah it makes nick much
4: more relatable and obviously even though daniel you know, I I I strived to be Daniel in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, hey, I kind of pulled it off for like a year and a half, and it went smooth.
0: <laughs> it went smooth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really sorry. I uh, found that funny.
4: <laughs> so, what do you think of L L? I, I write her down as L on my sheets. Of Lindsay actually just coming straight out and being like, Nick, you guys are not that good. Do you think that was nice? Do you think that was appropriate?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
5: Because because Nick is moving to a different. He's got major life decisions to make. Mm-hmm. And he can't live. I mean, his father's not going to let him live in a dream world. Mm-hmm. He's either going to you know make some moves. Or he's going to end up in the army,
4: right?
0: And she attacks this, um, like I kind of said in the intro, with her upbringing, where she had extremely supportive parents. She is was involved. I'm you know I'm going before she became a freak involved in math, and she worked hard at it, mm-hmm. and the math elites. and she just has that white bread upbringing that if you believe it, you can achieve it, you know?
4: Yeah. She actually said that in this, didn't she say like, you could be anything. Yeah. uh, You believe you could be. Yeah. Like, like straight out of, you know, like a motivational speaker book.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you can tell she's just kind of spouting what she knows and what her parents have told her all the time. Mm -hmm. And she's a fine ethnic.
5: But what she also has experienced, because as she points out, you know, the mathletes worked really hard, mm-hmm. and they right. they won all kinds of awards and stuff. And the fact is that, yeah, hard work you know definitely can pay off. And you you know you sit back and you skip classes and everything, and yeah,
0: you're not going to do well. Yeah, this is so. what Lindsay knows, and so that's what she tells Nick. She knows this, sure. and she um, uh, lost my train of thought. Well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> totally. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll come back to you. Oh, I know, I know. Okay, so she—this is what she knows, and she doesn't understand the world yet, quite of Nick and his pot smoking, and just that whole slack, slacker attitude. She's just not there yet, mm-hmm. and that's all the freaks are at that point. And
4: it's amazing that not- you say she's not there yet, like because. She- like as if she's striving to become a slacker, which she is. No, it's, it's just she's the totally idea of it like that. So every
0: episode we're realizing that she's just still not, she just still doesn't quite fit in with them mm-hmm. as much.
5: She, she doesn't really be. get it.
0: She doesn't no. get it.
5: I mean, honestly, More I don't get her. her to some degree. I get it with Nick because I, you know, this episode really kind of showed you where, where Nick is coming from and you know, what's making him the way he is because Nick, you know, as we just said, he's got that, he's got passion for things. He's got interest in things as, as Rich said, he notices things, you know, there's a connection with the world, but he's, you know, he's like deadening himself and he's and all and, and you look at it and yeah, I could see this, Skipping classes and 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 all of that and and underachieving being total reaction to what he's seeing in his home life and his mm-hmm. father and as he said his brothers and, and everybody else. And um, did he
4: bring up his mom at all?
0: Just the canning that she cans her own <laughs> vegetables.
5: He <laughs> didn't bring up his mom.
4: Interesting.
0: No.
6: Well, I
4: guess
3: Lindsay brought up the vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe this is an... Go ahead. I think that Lindsay was also right to a degree. I mean, compared to the rest of them, I think that Nick is much closer to being a good musician if he actually did work hard at it. He's definitely Mm -hmm. the most talented. And, And I also thought that she... I don't think she could believe that anybody would think they were good And so I think she was a little taken aback when his reaction was like, you know, way to support me. Mm
4: -hmm. No, I agree Mm -hmm. with you. I think, uh, I think that she was not in the wrong at all. And I think that he needed to hear this stuff. I think it was imperative that he heard this stuff. And I think it was really important that he actually tried out for that band also so that he could Mm -hmm. see where he was in this, you know, on this path. Yeah. But at the same time, I just gotta say, like, if, if, I don't know. If a girl that I liked told me that she thought my band was bad, I would be very, very upset. <laughs> like, that would be the worst thing that she could possibly say to me at that time. And I'm, I'm not saying that she did anything wrong. I'm just saying. Well, like, if I were him, that would have broken bad. my heart.
0: She just said that
5: well, she it wasn't going to. She
4: subtly said that over the course of the episode, though, because.
0: I think she it, said, you guys aren't very good, or something like that, is that what she
5: said? She said, you're not good oh.
4: enough to win any competitions.
3: You're right. Right, which and I that, think is a, a real understatement.
4: Yeah, that is, that is <laughs> an that understatement.
5: Need, and that they need to rehearse more.
4: Yeah, but you then, know, but then, th- when they quit, when they like quote unquote quit the band, she's like, "Well, you know, you're the only person in the band that that can play anyway." Like, she was kind of. I understand that she was making him feel better about what had happened, but at the same time, by degrading the other members of the band... Um, not degrading by uh, I can't think of the word that I want belittling sure
6: uh-huh. by belittling uh-huh.
4: the other members of the band um, it kind of makes the band which Nick cared about seem less important you know and then therefore if I'm just coming, from trying to come from his perspective like what I would be yeah. thinking if I was him like that kind of would have broken my heart a little bit like the whole just the way that she reacted to all of it throughout the course of the episode you know? I mean, the kiss yeah. at the end would have probably fixed everything.
6: completely.
5: <laughs> Though, I mean, she was right. I mean, and it, it was something
4: that... You know, the difference is... See, I'm looking at it from a perspective of not having to go to the army. Because he was going to get sent to the army, I think that she totally needed to say all that stuff. Like, he needed to do something about this now. You know? <laughs> If if there was no, like, threat of going to the army, then nobody should really say that to, right. say that to somebody in a band.
0: Well, and they're also talking about doing this Battle of the Bands thing, which
4: yeah. she's probably like, Ugh. But you know what? If it, yeah. Like, I've, I've played a bunch of Battle of the Bands. You know, you don't want to battle the bands. You don't want to battle the bands. It doesn't really matter. Ain't no big deal. Getting set of off to the army, though, that's like,
5: <sighs> right.
4: that's crazy. Yeah,
5: I mean, if there wasn't a threat of the army, the fact is that once these guys um, got out of high school, I... Hesitate to say graduate high school, but get out of high school. The band would probably cease to exist anyway. Yeah, and and you know Nick is either going to find another band or do whatever. The whole army thing hanging over them makes the urgency a whole lot
4: more. It sure does. You're absolutely
0: right. Wasn't okay. I think it might be appropriate to discuss Nick's dad a little bit at this point, but also, wasn't it just he needs a C-plus average? It really actually wasn't anything yeah. about
4: yeah well, being a good
0: drummer. It was just... Well, he right. wants
4: to become a good drummer so that he yeah has something to fall onto. Right. You know? Because his dads are offering... He's not... I don't want to say offering because it's definitely not the right word. But, like Daniel says at the end of the episode when he's talking to Lindsay, if he's got somewhere that's going to take care of him, then you should let him go. And while I think that's a terrible sentiment, it's got some truth to it, you know? So, if he were to not get good grades and fail out of school or whatever and not succeed as a drummer, then the army actually would have been his best option at that point, you know?
6: Right.
5: Uh, I don't know about that. I mean...
4: (laughs) I know, I I have a lot of friends that did that, you know, that were just like, that were really bad in school and didn't know what they wanted to do and just decided, hey, listen, they're going to give me something something of an education, you know, like a post-high school education. I have at least three friends. And hey, it's like
0: 1980, there's not any like significant war or anything till. The Gulf War, which was—I'm
5: not—I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going into the army, but no, I'm not so sure that it's a great option for Nick.
4: Well, what is a better? What would be? I mean, if he's not planning on doing anything with school and he's just planning on being a drummer, and he's not good at being a drummer, it might be a problem, you know?
5: Right. I mean, he's going to would have to be going out and you know, looking for other kinds of jobs and trying yeah. to figure out what to do um yeah. job market in 1980 uh i don't remember too well i mean we weren't quite into the, the 80s boom. <laughs> huh the
0: boom 80s were pretty good weren't they uh, for, economically
5: for the for the wall street and stuff yeah but for um
4: for like local jobs blue
5: collar for yeah blue collar stuff it wasn't so great it was it was uh
4: yeah Riffy, um, sketchy. Sorry. see I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate oh. though like I actually would not you know for Nick obviously he doesn't that's the last thing he wants to do you know go to the army but at the same time I think the idea just the notion of having that fallback which is being presented by your father and him urging you you know to take that fallback um I think
5: but he's not presenting as a fallback. He's presenting as a threat.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, he is presenting as a threat. But I'm saying the way that Nick has to be thinking about it, because if he d- okay, let's say let's say he fails out of school and he never makes anything of him as a drummer, he might look back at that and regret saying, okay, well maybe I should have done that. Do you see what? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No.
5: Except that I think that. I think there are a lot of people that the army is a great option for. Right. Great option.
4: You just don't but think for him. Do you think I don't for him think, it's terrible?
5: I I think for Nick it's a terrible option.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, it could be. I think that that's the last thing he wants to do, but I think sometimes people don't really know exactly what's best for them.
5: Well, he also he also has been raised – he knows what the personality types and stuff are like. He He said himself, I mean, he's been raised by somebody who's military – Apparently his brothers are in the military.
4: Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean,
5: so it's not like it's an unknown quantity for him. That's true. He already knows, you know, what kind of people you're he's right. going to be facing. And he already knows probably what kind of discipline and everything because he's probably been raised with it by his dad. Mm-hmm.
4: It's like he's got the experience without actually having to first-hand experience it. Like, he knows exactly. No, you're, you're absolutely right. If he knows at this point that he wants nothing to do with it, then that's probably not going to change at any point.
1: I feel like if someone doesn't want to join the military, then they shouldn't join the military.
4: That's a a very simplistic and easy way for everybody to understand (laughs) (laughs) the truth in this matter. He should not have to join the military if he does not want to. I agree 100%. Unless
2: he gets drafted.
4: Um, Well, let's not get into the draft.
2: Well, how
0: happy do we think Nick's dad is? I mean, his moon rock statement speaks volumes. Um, Happy? Well, (laughs) happy with his life choices. Mm -hmm. You know, he says, I hope this is, I know it's called, I'm going to say it. Um, I used to think I could walk on the moon, but you don't see any moon rocks around here, do you? Mm -hmm. That is just.
4: That's very telling, you're right. That's
0: a statement that's. Hey, life sucks. We don't get what we want. So you don't get what you want cuz I didn't either.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean that that is a very telling statement. Uh, aside from that one line, he kind of just seems like the a regular just like kind of hard ass. But Right. But, but I
0: think that was very telling.
4: You're that, no no you're right. I think so too. I think that says
0: He's kind of bitter and, mm-hmm, and
4: unhappy. Mm-hmm.
3: He's
0: so he doesn't want his son to have his
4: dreams either. Well,
3: I mean, there, there might be a time to give up on your dreams, but I—I I hardly think that high school is it.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, I don't—I don't want to be spoilery. It's just we learn a little more about Nick, and you know his story goes on.
4: Right, right.
0: And so I see him from a with a different point of view, maybe than the newbies
4: true well okay so I you know he kind of is upset about this the whole time you know he's like really freaking out about this whole situation and then Lindsay kisses him and then he's super happy and he totally forgot about his actual problems did you notice that? Like they they didn't remedy the situation by the end of the episode you know, about him maybe getting sent off to the army or whatever. But he was still big old smile on his face.
0: And that happened right after just that really embarrassing audition.
4: Yeah. I wanted to mm-hmm. not talk about that at all. Like was I it literally too awkward for you. I literally did not watch it. I just skipped Uh-oh. over it. I, I i was like and netflix was loading really slowly too and i was just like no please just just go so i could get past this part
6: is
0: it just too awkward
4: it's just so awkward i don't know if it's because i was in bands you know for a decade but just seeing him bomb like that is is it's gotta be you know top five one of my worst nightmares is to be in (laughs) in his position there Like that is horrifying. Horrifying.
0: That was rough.
4: And just like the way that they're so like they're just kind of like subtly like oh yeah okay you
0: know they were you, you were fine
4: they were nice but it was so obvious you know that they were being nice. You know, and he knew it, obviously. And I don't, I just, it's just so, I, that is the worst thing that could ever happen to me. Like, <laughs> in an embarrassing situation, that is my worst humiliation. Especially, huh? I'd rather them be like, dude, you are not good enough to be here. Go home, practice, come back in a couple of years. But they were like, eh, well, you know, thanks for coming in, buddy. I would have been like, oh my God, that condescension just. <laughs> they were
0: condescending. <laughs> but a nice um that a uh, lead singer man was he an original hipster or what
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what i like about about uh daniel how he says at after the thing you know how they're making fun of nick for his awful audition but then daniel's like you know you you know they're better you're better than they are anyway don't worry about it man i saw them at i saw them open for toll they got booed off the stage You know, which is the opposite of what Nick was saying. It's just like, wow, Daniel actually said something nice to cheer up his buddy.
0: The freaks were so super supportive and sweet at the end of this episode.
3: Not Lindsay, though. Daniel's been a jerk for two episodes, and yeah, at the end, I was shocked how well things came together for Nick, and that everybody's being nice to him again. You know, Lindsay kisses him. They all want to be in a band together. The threat of being in the army seems to, you know, not have much meaning anymore. So, you know, he's somehow doing really well by the end of this.
4: Yeah. He's a, you know what? I think I would say 90% of it was that kiss from Lindsay. Let's just let's talk about the kiss from Lindsay. All right. Let's talk about
7: what this means coming? to you guys.
4: <laughs> you newbies. What does this mean to you? <laughs> I'm gonna say names (laughs) Aisha
2: I don't know I feel like it's gonna kick off a storyline Where Lindsay is like Like where Nick Is more into the relationship than Lindsay Is and she's only in it To cheer him up and Yeah like her face At the end tells it all
4: Mm. Carol Is Carol here? Yeah I'm here Oh okay what, what what did you think of the the kiss <laughs> with Nick and Lindsay?
5: Um, I thought it was a little on the awkward side. Um, it. I mean, I saw it coming, but it. I never had that feeling like. It was. Like. It was inevitable, and they were drawn together in the moment, and all of that. I felt more like. Lindsay was just trying to make things okay.
2: Yeah and it was really awkward like since he's so tall she had to like go under his chin (laughs) (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm. there was like a weird part about it where when he okay so she kisses him and then they kind of like she 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 finishes kissing him and like pulls back a little bit and then he grabs her and like kisses her more and she doesn't know what to do with her hands (laughs) did anybody (laughs) notice that (laughs) <laughs> she's, like, holding her hands up, like, with her fists, like, up in the air. And then she, like, eventually puts them down on Nick's arms. And it kind of looks like she's, like, kind of, I don't know. Like, just, I... she just seemed so awkward while actually kissing. Me well, does really. anyone
0: wonder, like I do, if that was Lindsay's first real kiss? Uh
4: oh. I don't know. I never really yeah, thought maybe... about it.
0: Something
5: like that did occur to me, but... And then I kind of dismissed it.
4: But... She probably had looked I that. just
0: wondered. She just was a nerdy mathlete. Not to say, you know, know, mathletes can't have boyfriends and stuff, but she just... She's never brought up.
4: But she's so hot.
0: No. <laughs> she is an awfully pretty girl.
4: There's but that
5: doesn't no... really matter in a lot of cases.
4: No, that's, that's true. true. I,
5: mean, I, I mean, I know people are always saying that about... Actors and stuff like oh, they cast this really hot guy as this nerdy outcast and and all of that. But the fact is that you know some really good-looking people who were outcasts because they just
4: yeah,
5: personality-wise did not fit in. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Really? You cut out. No says that. I'm the only one. No, no you, you, you just cut, cut out. out of, of no. again?
4: But
3: <sighs> we got the rest of it. We we I got
4: the gist. Too.
3: Well, Lindsay doesn't seem to me to be somebody without social skills either. No, I, mean, I don't think it would really be, and uh, that would be true of her. I kind of assumed at the beginning that she would wind up with Daniel because they were just such opposites. Mm-hmm. And because it would have the ability to make Kim really jealous and cause some conflict there as well and I think that this may have been a way of saying no, that's not going to happen, at least not you know, for the foreseeable future Um, I do think that Nick is probably taking this a lot more seriously than Lindsay is Mm. Yeah Yeah,
4: Yeah, just the the, I don't know You can tell right away when Lindsay's obviously freaked out about the fact that Nick told his friends. So <laughs> what happens?
0: Wait, we didn't hear from Katrin
4: Yeah, well, I was I was gonna get there. I'm not okay. forgetting about her. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Catrin, the kiss. Your opinion?
1: Um, well, I kind of saw it coming, and at first, it made me kind of happy because I'm like, good. This means she's moving on from Daniel because that just obviously wasn't gonna go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But. Then it was, like, super weird later, and she obviously doesn't really know how she feels, and Nick clearly does know how he feels, so I feel like this is just going to cause drama and sadness.
0: I seem to remember you kind of mildly ship them a little bit.
1: Yes, I I do Uh, kind of ship them, which is like... Which is why I'm kind of afraid of where this is going to go. Yeah, it's almost,
4: like, worse in this situation. Like, if you think that Nick is more into Lindsay or whatever, or did you say that, or did I should say that? Or did you both say that? They you both said, you both said that. Yeah. You both said that. Yeah, um... I mean, that's, that's, just, I don't know. You could tell immediately, like, it's, it's an immediate, the way that the episode ends, too, with her just kind of, like, wearing the gloves and, like, you know, like, like Emily said with the dry eyes, just, like, really slowly, like, just picking it up and smiling back, like, yeah, fun. This is awesome. <laughs> But truly, it is not. <laughs> he just wants to play music in front of her while smiling at her, like, you know, radiant smiles. Oh, yeah. Just while well, playing the drums.
0: And we get a taste for what she's actually hearing, you know, in the first scene. You know, right. we hear all of it. We hear the headphones and everything. But all she hears is the his little...
4: Just the drums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the drums with his big <laughs> smiles.
0: <laughs> and he is just like... And listening to the applause, and he like soaks
4: it in. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And yeah. she just
0: doesn't hear any
4: of it. <laughs> yeah, like the okay. the the parts of the song where there's nothing, there's no drums, and he's just <laughs> like looking at the ceiling, like nodding his head, like yeah. She must just be like, what is happening right now? <laughs> um, it just seems like such a
5: misfit situation. I mean, Lindsay, what the hell is Lindsay doing in this group? <laughs>
0: No,
4: <laughs> She's finding herself. She's finding herself, yeah. That's, it's it's that's an existential
0: true. story. Well, she, she,
5: uh, I mean, I understand she's experimenting and she's this and that, but most of the time she does not seem to be enjoying herself. I agree. She seems just confused.
4: Mm-hmm. I think you're right about that.
5: So uh, moments like that make me like, yeah. Nick's a really nice guy, Mm -hmm. but what's she getting out of this? I still, I haven't quite figured that one out.
4: I think it's still, like, just about, I hate to, like, boil it down to one thing, but I think it's really just about the fact that, like, you know, her grandma died and she said that she basically said there's no heaven and now Lindsay's like okay so I'm gonna do everything I can to avoid being that good girl at this point because heaven's not real I'm not going to heaven so I'm not even gonna try to be good yeah, it's
0: like part of her feels that way but the other part cannot shake
4: because she actually is a good, good person girl. that's the thing yeah. she's actually a good person and she doesn't realize that even even if there isn't a heaven you know, you know one way or another even if there isn't That doesn't mean that she should stop being good. You know, you could be good regardless of what's going to happen in the afterlife. You could be good just for the sake of other people. You could be good for the sake of yourself, for your family or whatever. Well,
0: atheists do it every day.
4: Exactly. There you go. Mm
0: -hmm. Not only that, I mean, if you're going to,
5: if you're going to rebel and you're going to be doing stuff that, you know, not being the good girl and all. At least you should be doing something that you actually
3: enjoy. But often you don't. I mean, often you don't when you're trying to fit in with the crowd of the cool kids that you may not have anything in common with necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I think in her case, she's just trying to fit in with this group. And, you know, before this, she was hanging out with Millie. And at some yeah. point you have to go, this is really weird. Maybe mm-hmm. I should be doing something else. Yeah. You're
5: good. I mean, hanging out with Millie could drive you to yeah. hang out. And
4: into <laughs> to the total opposite. She's just got to find that middle ground, you know?
6: Yeah.
4: She went from one extreme to the other.
6: Yeah.
4: All right. Well, listen, before before we get into any of the other, you know, uh, feedback and the quotes and all that stuff, there was one thing that we skipped over that I needed to bring up because it's one of my <laughs> favorite conversations in the entire show
2: Millie and the Drama Club The what? Millie and the Drama Club?
4: No. Oh, the Oklahoma That, that was <laughs> nice though. Was great. We Wait, cannot don't, don't, over so that. Don't, I got a quote from that. So.
0: <laughs> and um Oh, no, you're talking about the beautiful body. The
4: beautiful body. The <laughs> bu- <laughs> the beautiful- we're family dinner. <laughs> That's It's. I still every every time I could just turn on that scene and just laugh the whole time. It's ridiculous. Oh, great. Harold, doesn't he have a beautiful body? Yeah, I just said that. Lindsay, tell your brother he has a a beautiful body. body. (laughs) What? He just. When she said that, I was
5: just like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Talk about awkward.
4: Oh, it's so funny though. They're just so so ridiculous. Mr. and Mrs. Weir, I mean, just just legitimately believing he needs to hear this from his sister. Like this is gonna. <laughs> <laughs> do they really think that this is gonna fix him? Well, you know what?
0: It worked. He came back.
4: He, he said it. You're he's right. He's like, said I'm
0: proud of my body. He and said, he said goes, it. He actually it said
6: power.
3: it. It's so it turned funny. out
0: horribly awry. Yeah,
4: which but just Lindsay tells handled you handled that... it
3: great. Just the right amount of sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she did. <laughs>
4: But you know what? It just goes to show you, if your parents tell you how to deal with an embarrassing situation, you don't take their advice. (laughs) Sorry, any parents, including myself. Kids, don't take advice from your parents in embarrassing situations. It will make it way more embarrassing.
5: Some parents have it right, Rich. I'll bet you'll find the way.
4: Yeah, well... (laughs) I'm still, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm still close enough to, like, still being in school right now where I should just write down all the things that I remember and just kind of give my son, like, a, a book, you know? I, I'm not going to teach you anything, Zach. Here, just read this book. This is what I learned.
0: Yeah, in fact, Paul and Judd were actually talking during the commentary about this very thing that they are finding themselves as parents now giving them terrible advice. Yeah. And they're in the middle of it and they're like, This is terrible
4: advice. Dude, I can I can feel it coming. Like I can feel it <laughs> coming already. Like it bubbles up like, like acid uh-huh. reflux. And I'm Oh, just, I do like, it to scout all the time. Gonna, it's gonna happen. And I'm just like, I don't want to. Like I remember being, you know, in school and being like, Wow, I know my mom is so wrong right now <laughs> but like The truth is, a lot of the things that she said were just to make her life easier. And I'm realizing that sometimes parents need to make their own lives a little easier. You know? Yeah. Um, Does anybody have any other points on the episode before we get into the other stuff? Uh,
5: Oh, um... (laughs) I left my notes somewhere in the house here because I've been having to wander around the house. Uh, But one thing that did occur to me was did anybody else... I don't know, this might be too nerdy a reference, but did anybody else, um, when they saw that white ball and the kids being kind of threatened by it, immediately go to the prisoner?
3: Absolutely.
5: Prisoner. Yeah, Prisoner. It's an Movie? old TV, British TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick McGowan. It was,
0: uh, you should look it up. All right, yeah, I don't know
3: this reference. It was actually a big influence on Joss Whedon. There were three or four prisoner references in Buffy. Hmm. The big balloon in the initiative was one of them, and characters saying, like Ethan Rain saying, be seeing you, that's a very common prisoner term. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: Really? And I'm not... Yeah, and I've, I've been talking about doing an intro cast on it, which may happen next year. I'm, I'm really hoping it does. I love that series. I, I actually bought my first VCR specifically to tape The Prisoner because it was before DVDs and before Netflix, and you never knew if you could were going to be able to see it again.
5: Mm-hmm. My best friend who, um, who introduced me to Star Trek way back when, when we were in junior high school. When we were in high school, she actually had a Prisoner jacket. And there was a whole group of of kids who would wear their prisoner jackets on certain days and all kinds of stuff very early cosplay at the oh high yeah high.
3: <laughs> well we we were visiting relatives in Scotland at one point and took a side trip to Wales to see where the prisoner was filmed and a lot of it is still in existence' it's still there and wow. we stayed we stayed at a hotel on the local grounds and the idea of the prisoner is that there's this village that you can't get out of. Like he asks for a map and they give him a local map and he says, no, no, I want a larger one. And they give him a physically larger map with the same local area that you know, they're, they're not going to let him see anything outside of the village. At any rate, in this hotel, there was a channel labeled local TV and you turned it on and it was 24-7 prisoner reruns. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's pretty funny. Um, well, Um, I'm sure it
5: was something. Oh, the streaking thing. I just, you know, I mean, I know we talked about it already, but I just, I thought that was brilliant. The way that transitioned from him being really concerned and literally feeling like, oh my God, this is, this has got to be some kind of a, a dream sequence or something as he was standing in the middle of the hallway and the doors are opening and then, as soon as he started running, it's like, wait a minute, now he's streaking. Yeah. And it just, so and I thought that was really done beautifully.
4: It was done really well. I, I love the fact that he didn't realize he was streaking. Oh, yeah, he, he didn't know he time. was streaking.
0: He was running for his life.
4: <laughs> yeah, even at the end, he's still, <laughs> even after people were excited about it, he's still terrified when he runs in and sees Mr. Fredericks talking to the new gym teacher. We <laughs> learn a little bit about mm-hmm. Mr. Frederick's here, too. Maybe he knew just as much as he was saying he knew to Sam um, in the last episode when he was giving him sex advice.
6: Oh,
0: yeah. It
4: seems to be some somewhat of a playboy.
0: Flirting mm-hmm. with that gym teacher was pretty funny. All
4: right, let's do some uh, who won, the freaks or the geeks. Wait a
0: second. I've got the, uh, my Ken scene that I liked was when he's... Your what? Remember I said that I liked the Ken scene? We never actually talked about the scene. (laughs) Let's,
4: Let's talk about
0: it. Which is when, after the big fight, the big breakup of the band, and she comes out and Ken's got those sunflower seeds and he's spinning them. I thought that was great. I thought he did an excellent job.
4: Yeah, that was when I said that Ken, that... Ken uh, is super awkward, that's pretty much what I was referring to right there. Oh, well,
0: see? I don't see that as awkward. I thought he played that beautifully.
4: Well, I, I, no, I think I approve of what he oh. did, definitely. Oh, okay. When I say awkward, I mean it's just, like, hard for me to watch because I I have put myself in Lindsay's shoes and she's just like, like, she says something to him and he just, like, what does she say? She's like, hey, so nobody's here. Nobody's here. And he just <laughs> yes. looks at her. Like, he loves just looking at people and not responding. And it, that that <laughs> silence, see? Like I said before, before we started the podcast, I was saying how I hate the silence. That's that's the silence right there. Stuff kills me. Yeah,
0: and the, the, in the commentary they pointed out that when Daniel comes there, he starts eating the sunflower seeds off the table. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did not notice. I, I didn't notice out. that either. that was funny. Oh, my oh.
4: God. I wish I noticed that. That's kind of <laughs> hilarious. But I love that whole thing with Lindsay talking to Ken and then talking to Daniel and getting the two different perspectives. It's fantastic. Yeah.
0: I just, I I really like the freaks at the second half of this. I thought they were so supportive. And that Kim and we have to talk totally happened to me once. <laughs>
3: Just... Yeah, I love I love Kim having newfound respect for Lindsay for being yeah. a slut. Yeah,
4: <laughs> seriously. She was so excited about that. Um, You know what else I found funny? Kim has a, only a couple lines in this episode, but when she says, after Lindsay, quote unquote, breaks up the band and they all decide to walk out on Nick, Kim's just like, she says something like, you're the worst, Lindsay. But she says it like in a jesting fashion. Like she's, she's just like kind of poking at her like she's not taking this seriously at all you know what i mean like she's just like whatever i don't care what's happening let's go get me food
0: she thought daniel looked hot playing the guitar that's all she cared about
4: that is all she cared about you're 100 percent correct i want more kim i want to i want another kim kelly is my friend episode <laughs> hopefully we get one anyway all right yeah let's get the let's do the freaks or the geeks who won I know, I know who I think won, but let's start with Bobby, me boy, Bob Degrand. Who won, the freaks or the geeks?
3: Um, I thought they both came out of it pretty well. You know, Sam got through his crisis surprisingly well, but he was really the only one that had anything going on in that camp. So I'd say overall the freaks, the freak. uh, because they all seemed to be pretty much together at the end. They rallied around Daniel, which was surprising. As I said, uh, Kim even seemed to be able to tolerate Lindsay at the end. So I thought they were in a much better place at the end of the episode than they were at the beginning. True. Okay. Uh,
4: Carol?
5: It's really hard because both went through so much. Um,
4: They both had really lows, really low lows and really high highs.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Sam got through, and in the end, you know, won as far as the opinions and stuff, but he still went through all of that, which was not good.
4: Right? Like, Um, while it was happening. (laughs) Yeah. it's the worst.
5: And honestly, even though everybody's congratulating him and stuff, that kid's still going to have flashbacks, (laughs) you know? And maybe bad dreams for a long time. Um so he will have a funny story to tell when he's all grown up. Um, the freaks. I mean, she's doing pros and cons. I'm oh, doing do. pros and cons here. I know I'm taking time, but no, it's okay. It's I'm like, going
4: to start a new list: pros and cons.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, Nick. I mean, Nick got through it, and he, you know, and all of that. But he came out in a bad place. I mean, even though. They're kind of laughing about it and stuff now. I mean, nothing's really been resolved for him at all. Um, He thinks he's a bad drummer, which, yeah, he is. Um, But he's not really thinking in terms of making himself a better drummer. And he's not really thinking in terms of bringing his average up to a C-plus either. So I guess in a bizarre way, I have to go with the geeks.
4: Okay, I like your train of thought, Carol. Um, Aisha.
2: Well, I'm going to have to go with the geeks because although a lot of stuff went down with um Nick, it was like only Nick and like none of the rest of the freaks. Like, did there? Do we know? Do we even know if their band got back together?
0: Yeah, I think they said. He just—he's like, oh, they're fine, you know. We do that all the time. Yeah, but I don't know.
2: What was the name of their know. band anyway?
0: Creation. Although yeah. Nick's the only one that
2: thinks that. Yeah, they never That's got the a name. I thought it was Mystic Spiral.
4: That's Daria. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the geeks because it was just Nick, like singular, the singular Nick who, like, went through stuff, not the freaks. As a group. And I don't think he necessarily had a good ending. Like, all that's changed is now that he thinks there's a possibility of sex. Which, <laughs> of course, can cheer up any guy, but in the long run, really.
4: Um, Totally agree. <laughs> Yo, by the way, how how much of a jerk do you have to be to call your friend out? When Daniel says... You would know that if you ever got any, and he says that in front of Lindsay, who he obviously is into, and Daniel's supposed to be like his best friend, your best friend. Yeah, doesn't do that, that was to low. You. That, that is was... that is seriously low blow.
2: Yeah, but Daniel also has a thing for her too.
4: You think Daniel has a thing for her?
2: Yeah, it was obvious in the party episode.
4: Mm. Does everybody think that? I don't.
5: I don't know that. Uh, I think he
4: I could tell you right now that when I was watching the first time, I thought that he did until this episode. When when I saw this episode I was like, you know what? I don't I don't know if I think Daniel likes Lindsay anymore. But that yeah, was just like I... I just remember watching it like this is just this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm trying to Yeah,
0: when he finds him, out, but I don't know. I know too much. <laughs>
2: Yeah, when uh Daniel finds out Lindsay said their band was not that good, like he sounded almost betrayed.
4: Um Daniel, you mean? Yeah. Also when Nick is like oh, what does he say? I think I wrote it down. He says, uh, You were right, Lindsay, and then Daniel turns around and he was like and he looks at her and he kinda he looks at her with like a stunned look on his face first and he's like What were you right about, Lindsay? You know, like, he did seem like he was offended there.
2: Yeah.
5: Well, I think there's also a thing of, like, okay, so are you causing trouble here and, you know, getting between the guys.
4: Yeah. That whole thing. You know what else I noticed happened in this episode? There was, like, a clear-cut Daniel being the leader. You know, usually it was like kind of like daniel was the leader but i think i don't know it didn't really seem like nick was his lackey or anything until this episode where they kind of called it out and they were like you know and Lin- like Lindsay said like who's the leader of this band you or daniel and like as soon as daniel quit the band everybody else quit the band also Like yeah. i guess that means i'm going too like i didn't realize until this episode really that daniel was so much in charge of this group of people
2: I always kind of got that sense because although Daniel is not that smart, he's like a genius in manipulating people. Yeah. Which is very useful in getting people to follow you.
4: Very true.
0: Yeah, he always seemed like the ringleader. And he brought Lindsay into the group.
4: And it was kind of yeah. like, I'm That's bringing her in. That's also true. It helps to be that pretty.
5: Hmm. Well, I think I think also, you know, like when you were saying, does he have a thing for Lindsay? I think he definitely was interested in Lindsay, but over the course of the episodes, I think he's drifting further away because I think he just is realizing more and more that
2: she's out of his league.
5: Yeah, they're, that they're so that they're so different that manipulating her into a relationship might not be worth the trouble.
4: Mm-hmm. mm It's a good it's a good way of looking at it. Um. So, Katrin, who won Freaks or Geeks?
1: Um, I don't know. Nick definitely didn't win, so I'm going to have to go with the... Am I echoing? Uh,
4: you're... A little
0: bit. Just slightly. It's gone now.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Geeks just because we didn't see much of the other Freaks, and Nick certainly didn't win, so mm. that is what I think. Okay.
4: M?
0: Yeah, it it is a hard choice, um, but I am going with the freaks. Um, Nick got a kiss from Lindsay, and, you know, most importantly, they really rallied around each other like I've never seen them do before, and I get just a better sense of their dynamic in this episode. I mean, they fought, but... When it all came, when it came right down to it, they rallied around Nick so sweetly, I thought, that, especially for the freaks, I think they really showed some awesome friendship and support and rallying for each other, and so, just, you know, if the geeks would have done the same thing, I wouldn't have been as surprised, but for the freaks to have done it, I think they really rose above themselves, and I think they won.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I meant to bring it up, but I was really annoyed that Bill and Neil didn't run after Sam with a towel. Yeah, yeah, me yes. too.
0: Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I, I thought of that too, and then I noticed that Sam, he was in his towel, and uh, Bill was in a robe, and so I, they probably were just like, we're going to get ours taken away from us if we do that. But still, that wasn't...
4: Yeah. I, I think agree. that's true. I think that's exactly what they were worried about, but at the same time, you got to do it anyway.
0: <laughs> if they that... were fully clothed, they would have had zero excuse.
4: <laughs> yeah, actually, you do notice like Bill comes back after Sam's already run away and Bill has his clothes on and he's got the towel to hand to Sam, mm-hmm. but Sam is already gone. So yeah. he was waiting for the the path to clear.
5: Yeah, it's I still I mean, I actually said out loud, you know, go help him.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: When it comes to one of their own being bullied, they, you know, in the pilot they did okay, um, finally, but they really stay out of it if it's not directed at them.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, yeah, they do, and sometimes it's kind of a bummer. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I like Bob and Carol said I really wanted I was I wanted them to go after him. Like, come on, give him a towel. Like, poor kids out there naked. And yeah. plus, you're his best friends. Like, if this goes down really badly for him, do you think you're not going to be involved at all? <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. But I think it's I think it's unfortunately true to life for them to
4: agreed. I, I, I think yeah. it's
0: way more true to life than what they're Absolutely. doing. than standing up mm-hmm. to yep. the bully every time.
4: Absolutely. Unfortunately,
0: I think
5: you know this is pretty well how it would have gone down.
4: Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with freaks. I think that... Alright, here's the way that I look at it. I feel like nothing really happened to Daniel or Ken or Kim. And Nick got a kiss. And I think the kiss overrides everything else that he was feeling in, in the Nick mind. So, I look at that as a positive for him. Even though he didn't fix any of his problems... And when I look at the geeks, I think sort of the same thing happened with Sam. Like, he went through the same thing where it was like, okay, everything sucks, and then something really good happened at the end. So, like, I kind of relate them to each other, but, it's, but on the other end, you got Neil and, and Bill who were made fun of and whipped with towels throughout the entire course of the episode. So it makes them, you know, drop down a little bit because I don't think anything good really happened for Bill or Neil while yeah. neutral things happened for the geeks. So just slightly, I'm going with the geek, the freaks with this one.
5: I I can see that. Mm-hmm. All
4: right, yeah. let's jump into feedback. Anybody want to read? I have it open right now, so I can do it.
5: Okay, I have it open.
4: I have it open too. Oh my god, we can all wow. Do that. All right, I'm gonna do heralds so. though. Okay. Harold says Oh see more. Okay. Harold says I thought it was interesting how two stories how the two stories intersected at the dinner table. When Sam expresses his discomfort with being naked in the school shower, his parents try to convince him that he should be proud of his body. Lindsay finds this stupid, but when Nick expresses doubt about his future, Lindsay does exactly what her parents would do. She tells him that he is a great drummer and will be able to play professionally. And when that doesn't work, she gives him a kiss to make it all better. Okay. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. He says, Question yeah, for the newbies. Now that we have seen some glimpses of Kim and Nick's home lives, who would you like to see next? And what do you expect to see?
0: Oh, that's a great
4: question. That's a fantastic question.
2: Ken.
0: Ken. What do you
2: expect from Ken? I have no idea, but that's why I want to see it.
0: Yes, I an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> What do you guys think? Of da- what do you think Daniel's home situation is?
5: Yeah, that was the one I was the first one I thought of was Daniel.
2: For some reason, I get the sense that he's in a single parent household, but I can't tell if it's the mother or the father.
5: Mm-hmm. I I don't think single parent. No. No. Uh-uh. Um. I I don't know why I.
4: Well, I think, I think there's a, I think we get everybody, I think we get backstories at least a little bit from pretty much everyone, but like, I don't know, I can't remember right now how in depth they all get, but I Some go
0: pretty in depth and some do not.
4: Yeah, I, I definitely remember wanting to see more about Daniel. Mm, yeah. I, I wanted to know what his deal was, just because you know the whole, it goes back to that whole like being unaware thing. Like, why is he like that? There is an episode <clears throat> that I can't wait
3: to get to. Uh, I know
0: there's um, a couple I just can't wait. What about you, Bob? What do you think of Daniel's the, home life?
3: The first thing that popped into my head was actually what Aisha said: single parent, probably with little to no control over him. Yeah, uh-huh. I think he's been living, you know basically as an adult for a few years and, you know, really not handling it all that well.
2: Yeah, that's okay. how, like, that's probably how he developed his manipulative skills.
4: Because that's how he, that's uh, the only way he could survive.
2: Yeah. Interesting. What about Neil? <laughs> Neil.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I always forget about the geeks. <laughs> like, for some reason, I was just like, oh, yeah. There's what about Bill the and Neil, too. We wait. Did we meet Bill's mom when we were at Bill's house for the, for the Halloween episode? No. No,
2: but that. we were in her. Oh. We saw her room.
0: Yeah, we heard her voice. I we heard maybe. her
4: voice. That's right. Yes. She. She. No. No. We didn't hear or, her. Or no, voice. she was she on the phone. Kind of picked up the phone, and <laughs> we didn't hear it. We just heard him reacting to her.
0: Okay. Let's just go to Bill. Do you guys have any ideas on Bill's home life?
1: No, but um, I. One more thing about Daniel. I have uh-huh. no idea why I think this, but I feel like he has a younger sibling that he's like fiercely protective over. I don't know why I think this. It just feels like something that a show would do. It's and like, I also kind of really want it to happen. It would
4: totally make I everybody like him more, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> a little sister.
4: You give, yeah. the, you give the badass a heart of gold... oh carol hi there hi oh (sighs) hi carol
5: hi so are are you guys all done
4: (laughs) is there anything is there anything you want to say about like any expectations that you have of any of the personal lives of any of the characters that we haven't gotten.
5: Okay. Uh, I was just going to say that Daniel, um, I just had this feeling like this picture, I guess not a feeling, but a picture of him being in a very um, kind of heavy handed, traditional sort of um, dad is in charge and, and kids are supposed to do what they're told and, and, and that kind of thing. Kind of like Nick
4: except with less military. different
5: yeah not military more more blue collar more
4: uh hard work and like
5: yeah yeah go out and Heavy plow the magic.
4: fields type deal
5: no more like you know you get done with school and you go and you work in the factory mm, okay you know you get you get the coal mines huh the coal mines coal mines <laughs> or the <Yeah>.
0: steel factory
5: <laughs> yeah whatever and you know and you you know you get the best Best job you can, and you work hard, and you get married, and you have kids, and and um, and that's your life, and deal with it. Like and very don't typical,
4: the the basic human life. Here's the basic yeah. human life. Follow this, and that's why the he. Template. Yeah, the template. That then that's why he would be the complete opposite of that, right? Well, definitely makes sense. I can't wait to see which of you guys are right. <laughs>
6: yep. Yeah.
4: Um all right, so wait, we're still on feedback, aren't we? Okay, yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: we could do a few more the next episode.
4: <laughs> yeah, totally. Alright. Somebody wanna read nudie? Nutty? Nutis.
0: Oh I will. There was a similar episode of the it crowd where Jen dates a musician. Sadly a band doesn't want input from the girl. Sure Nick is just that's like a yoko thing. Does Ken call her Yoko? in this episode?
2: Daniel does.
0: Daniel does. (laughs) Okay. Um, Sure, Nick is just killing time while he waits for his father to bring the hammer down. Instead of telling him he's a great drummer, perhaps come up with a better plan? As for Sam's storyline, I'm so glad they got rid of the four showers by the time I was in school. Sure. Sure, it's gross to go to class all sweaty, But there is just too much risk for bullying in that situation. Putting a teacher or aide in the room doesn't help either. We had aides put in our locker rooms during change times halfway through high school because a girl was raped in the locker room of the middle school. Good grief. Middle
4: school?
6: Oh,
0: it didn't stop a thing, and the moment an aide tried to get involved, the kids accused the aide of inappropriate conduct. Sadly, the aides were little more than volunteers who didn't deserve the abuse the kids gave them, and they held no real authority. Good grief!
4: Jeez. Well, Thanks. I'm also. Nudie went that to us. Gary, the showers. <laughs> That's a great reason for them to not let to not make people shower in school. Yeah. Um. Someone want to read Ray? Anybody else got Um, it open? If not, I
5: yeah, uh, I've got it open, and I'm back. Yay. If if I'm here for more than thirty seconds, let's see. I'm sorry, it's really so. I'm sorry, Ray. We're reading. Yes. Yeah. This is one of my absolute favorite episodes of the show. Whenever I think of F and G. Some of the first things that pop into my mind are Nick at his drum kit and Sam running through the halls <laughs> of the school naked with that big blue dot covering him. I like getting to see more about Nick. He is certainly the most likable of the freaks. It cracked me up when both Kim and Lindsay were rocking out to the band. Nick's tryout is just so painful and awkward to watch. The scene afterward where Nick realizes he just isn't good, going to make it as a drummer is so good. Jason Segel really does a great job with that scene and it ends in the surprise kiss. I also love that Lindsay really is only trying to help the whole time and ends up accidentally screwing everything up. She just can't catch a break. And by the end of the episode, she's in a relationship that she really doesn't really want. Things really snowballed for her. The other thing that stood out to me from this storyline is that while it seemed like Daniel was being a jerk in the end, I think you can see that he really does care for Nick as a friend and he was just trying to be realistic and not get Nick's hopes up, just to have them crushed. As for the geeks, Sam is just so immature. He is ashamed of his body and doesn't want to shower. Even Neil and Bill don't share show- er, in his crusade and decide to just shower. The whole thing just seems like a setup. Get that hilarious scene of Sam running through the halls naked and terrified. Being naked in school is pretty much everyone's worst nightmare. But in the end, Sam impresses Cindy... And that's all that really matters to him. Just as Lindsay accidentally screws everything up for herself and Nick, Sam accidentally becomes cool for streaking. Not really what either of them thought was going to happen.
4: Yeah, I just got to say that uh, they both Nick and Sam had just awful, awful episodes until the very end where something good happened romantically for them and (laughs) just completely made up for everything terrible that happened in their minds.
5: Mm, no. Isn't that crazy? I yeah. I I don't agree that that um, but thank you, Ray. Um,
4: yeah, thanks, and, all of you. We love you. Yeah, thank. Oh
5: yeah, thank you, and Harold. Write an um,
4: iTunes review for us. Yeah.
5: Yeah, the and and Nutty as well. Um, but what Ray says about he's got really good points, but I do disagree with him about um Lindsay messing everything
0: up. I don't really think she she did. From the Freak's point of view, she did. They just played. Yeah. And, you know, just did it for fun. But Nick wasn't doing it for
5: fun. That's true.
4: You know what, though? I think there's... I think it might be more than... I mean, the way that Nick kind of brushes off uh, the fight at the end of the episode makes me think maybe he really did... Didn't care as much as he seemed to care. Hmm. You know, I see. This is what I was bring up. What I brought up right in the beginning of the podcast, where I was just like, "Was it right for Lindsay to really say those things?" He kind—I think he kind of is, is saying the same thing. Like, I'm not necessarily—I don't necessarily agree with what I was saying or what he's—he was saying about that. But I think it's interesting just to. To think about that, because if Nick like she she said those things because she was being motivating and she wanted to help him. But like and he obviously seemed to care, but maybe he really didn't care that much because the fact that she kissed him, you know, fixed every problem that he had, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So maybe it really wasn't that big of a deal to him.
5: Maybe he can just live in his fantasy world and be happy exactly, exactly. I totally agree. With, with his that. pot,
4: like, just get his bong, smoke his pot, play his drums, and be like, oh, I'm fine, man. Got this cute girl now.
5: So if that's the case, do you think that they were ever actually going to battle the bands? Or do you think that was just...
4: I think it was like... I think it was... I honestly feel like it was more like Nick was probably 50-50 on it. You know, like, I would like to do this, and if they decide that they really want to do this, then I'm in, but I don't really expect them to do this. And the rest of the band was probably like, yeah, that sounds cool, but really had no intentions of going through with it. Yeah.
2: Uh...
4: Yeah, I mean,
5: I I could see the other, everybody else not ever having any intention of going through with it. I just, it had seemed like Nick really wanted to do battle of the bands and that they were going to end up if if he did get the others to do it they were going to end up being pretty
4: you know the thing is though like as all of nick's every time it seemed like nick really cared about something it wasn't until lindsay kind of convinced him to care about it you know like she pushed him towards feeling this way on pretty much everything that happened to him throughout this episode. So, like, I'm not... like I don't, I'm, I didn't think this until we started talking about it, and as we're talking about it, now I'm starting to think maybe he didn't care as much, like before. This, this mm. hadn't even come up t- until we read Ray's email. Um, yeah. But I, just... that's, I think it's, it's possible that that might be the case where, like, really, she was just pushing him the whole time, and he never would have cared that much if she wasn't pushing him so much. And because he liked her, he went along with the pushing, you know what I mean? And didn't even yeah. try to combat it.
0: Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. He was so happy just with those headphones on and the lighting mm-hmm. and the little piece of dry eyes. <laughs> the
4: one piece of dry eyes. <laughs> right. right in the bowl.
0: And, you know, like I said before, his thing is he needed to pull a C-plus average, you know – his drumming career does not hinge on going to the army or not
6: mm-hmm. no. uh-huh. and
0: and he still doesn't seem like he's even going
5: to attempt to do a C plus average yeah it's, like it, he's, given up yeah, he's got no intentions
4: of doing that whatsoever which is I mean come on C plus <laughs> like how bad could his grades <laughs> really be right now like
0: I know it's so sad that that's what his dad's only all he's yeah. asking for yeah like that, that was my average
4: in high school a c plus and i plus, plus. did literally zero work so yeah you know i don't know and then you also assume like just comparatively like daniel's probably pulling what a c minus he's probably pulling about a c minus so nick's gotta be doing episode, better than daniel well F well he was he was gonna fail algebra, algebra. But I assume, like, he's he not getting Fs in all of his classes. That would be crazy. Wouldn't you get kicked out of school no, if you were probably. just failing everything?
5: Uh, I know kids who are, but um, – or not right now, but who have. But it it almost takes effort to fail all your classes, you know?
4: Yeah. But, yeah. they. I mean, they do skip a lot of classes.
5: Exactly. If you show up, and especially if you manage to do your homework, you're going to pull, like um, – a B well, or they're, a C. They're, they're definitely not doing their homework.
4: You know? Like just, they've never done homework before. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need to if tell you us. If you just
5: that. show
0: up, you'll. Sorry. What are you
4: doing over there? Are You hitting people?
0: <laughs> Me? Oh no, that's my daughter.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. I thought She's
0: someone... supposed to be in bed. My um... husband went to play basketball, so. Oh really? The Wrangler left.
4: <laughs> oh, wait. Um. I keep forgetting. It's only 8.30 by you. Yeah. It's he so plays, midnight he
0: plays basketball on Wednesday nights till like, midnight, actually.
4: That's awesome. Wait, how old is he? Uh,
6: 33,
0: 34.
4: Does he play in a league? Or is it, is no. Just oh, that's cool. It's
0: just a bunch of guys.
4: I wish I had that. Mm. Um. Anyway, all right, let's do ratings and then quotes, or quotes and then ratings. I mean, we change the order literally every episode, so it doesn't really matter.
0: Just whoa, we fly by the seat of our pants.
4: Yeah, man, we're all about living in the moment over here at McKinley Casts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's do quotes because I have them right in front of me right now.
4: Let's do it, and you could even do the first one since you're just staring at them.
0: Okay, okay. Sam. Our bodies are merely shells which conceal our heavenly souls. Try not to
6: get too <laughs> <it> tight. <laughs>
2: oh, that one made me sad because it reminded me of Angel.
6: <laughs>
3: All right, let's go next.
4: Bob? Wow. Bob, go. <laughs>
3: Okay, this is a scene we mentioned before uh, um, at the dinner table. Sam, you have a beautiful body. You're an Adonis, a slab of beef. If I wasn't your sister, oh my god.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love that one. All right, I'm going to say this even though we kind of said it before. Schweiber, put on some clothes. You look like a fifty-year-old man.
5: <laughs> Unfortunately, I lost mine um, somewhere in the house. I don't know what happened to it. Um,
4: so it'll be like it a scavenger one- hunt later.
5: Yeah, it was the one on um, at the very end when uh, when C- is it? Cindy Saunders.
4: Cindy Sanders.
5: I heard you streaked and um, what's his name Natal Bill uh, yeah says um, something to the effect of oh about um, you're going to be a god oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I had it all written out and in my travels around this house I can't find him I, I put it down somewhere
4: you seem to adventure throughout your house quite a bit
5: Yeah, well, tonight, you you have no idea what I had to be doing while we've been podcasting here. really bizarre.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Um, Anybody else got a quote? Come on, Um, Katrinaisha. and
1: Aisha. um, I had two, and I cannot pick between them. Um, One of them was. One of them was, screw you, I'm hilarious. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: and, um, I agree, he was hilarious. Yes, he is. And the other one, I don't know why I found this so funny, but during the streaking scene, the math teacher, when he just goes, Why? I had to pause oh,
6: yeah, and laugh
1: for like a minute and a half. I swear my family thought I was losing my mind.
4: <laughs> and he's never said he's usually just saying things to piss you off, too. Yeah. But today, funny what that's see what we gotta do is we gotta limit Kaczewski to one word. And then he's <laughs> the perfect character. <laughs> um Aisha?
2: Okay, uh, my quote is from the first scene in the locker room. I hope I can still have kids. Oh, Come on, you got hit in the groin, not a hysterectomy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: so crazy. As you are saying that, I was reading that. <laughs> um, anybody else got any more? I know I have one somewhere. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I got one. Okay. Wait, did everybody go? Am I jumping the gun yeah. here? Yeah, no, I, I think so. Okay. Um... This was Ken and Daniel. Um, so how about we meet at 3.01 then? How about 3.15? Oh. I have to fit in your mom. You want to sleep with my mom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
5: God. <laughs> I like the uh, the one about the – I wrote about some Ramon songs. The Ramones, they only use like three chords. So <laughs> oh, oh, <yeah>. another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, that was great. And very accurate. Mm-hmm. The one
1: the one with Sam and Bill. You look a bit like my grandpa. Oh, is your grandpa super cool? Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> got
0: those black socks on with his gym clothes. Yeah. I got one. Um, you'd look good in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he says that. It's so funny. The, uh... Oklahoma yes. dress you know yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. that Millie's wearing <laughs> he just turns to Lindsay Nick does you'd look good in that dress
4: <laughs> oh yeah
0: <Are> you- <laughs> who would look good in that dress Dude, <laughs> oh, just Nick's, yeah. just
4: Nick's reaction to what was going on there when they're like, we have some. Catcher's he's like, we got something special for you. And Nick's like, what? When they're sitting in the cafeteria, <laughs> and, then, and like- then they start going. <laughs> he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> he is,
2: he's always so
0: <laughs> oh, enthusiastic. Beautiful.
4: Oh, great. <laughs> well, the
1: second um, scene
2: with Millie just cracked me up. She like she didn't even have any lines, but she just did no. that like thing, and then.
4: I just, like, died laughing. The, what is it, Jesus Christ? Oh, she
2: crosses herself, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes.
3: I have. You finally got your wish, Nick. You're as good a drummer as John Bonham. Of course he's dead. (laughs) Ken, coming up with the funny
4: one-liners. Yep. Any other ones, guys? If not, we will move on to ratings. Da, na, 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 na. Okay, ratings. <sighs> Why don't you
3: start us off, our lovely guest? Okay, um, this is one of my favorite episodes. Uh, I really liked Nick, and I had no idea the episode was about him, obviously, but uh, I really enjoyed seeing that whole story play out. Uh, I think that him getting the kiss at the end... Was absolutely going to change his world around. He was going to think that everything was going wonderfully, despite the fact that the band was still awful and that he still needed to get a C plus average and all of that. You know, he's he's really happy at the end with the you know Lindsay putting the dry ice in the bucket and whatever, and, and uh, he thinks things are working out great. Obviously, that shouldn't hold up for any length of time. Um, Sam was also an interesting story. Sam was. I never nude long before Tobias Punke made it uh, <laughs> popular, <laughs> and he went from that to being a streaker in one episode, which was uh, pretty amazing. I love the blue dot, That's I thought true that was character development, just right there. amazing. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the stuff I didn't like was minor, uh, I, I never liked the adults. Mm-hmm. I thought that the threat of Nick joining the army seems to be pretty empty so far. I mean, I can't imagine watching this in two episodes and having him be in the army or something. Mm -hmm. So just have to see how that goes along. Uh, But overall, I thought it was a really funny episode, a lot of great lines. And uh, I liked the way the freaks came together at the end. Uh, As I said, Daniel, I thought, had been really kind of a jerk for a while, and, and he kind of rallied around Nick at the end. And I like him even being able to tolerate Lindsay at the end. Did you rate oh, it? Oh, sorry. I <laughs> didn't rate it. Did I? Uh,
4: uh, A minus. A minus. Okay. Solid. Solid. Um, question. Did you enjoy... I know you don't like the parents or the, or the adults in the show. But what did you think of the beautiful body conversation? Were you just annoyed at it, or did you think it was funny?
3: Oh, that was great okay I mean, you know uh, as I said i used to, I used part of that as one of my quotes no yeah. I, I i don't yeah there was a there was a comment on the Facebook page that I hated the uh the Weirs, and I don't. I just thought they were kind of cartoons you know with this gonna mm-hmm. kind of, you know what happened to him? He died. <laughs> that <laughs> was a good But I don't think they're bad people. I just think they're kind of kind of caricatures. I think that's uh, a, that's but, true. But a lot of the a lot of the teachers and obviously the other parents we've seen, uh, you know, uh, Nick's parents and, and Kim's parents, Well, Nick's father and Kim's parents have just been awful.
4: Mm-hmm. They have. You're right. I I never even noticed it until you said it. But most of the the adults in the show are just. The worst, <laughs> Kavchesky is the worst. I like Rosso, but I can understand why a lot of people don't like Rosso. You
3: know? Yeah, I don't so far. As I, as I said, I think my problem is I'm I'm used to watching Buffy and seeing people like Giles and Joyce who do general and Jenny Calendar who do generally quite reasonable things, mm-hmm. and here it's it's the furthest thing from that. Yeah,
4: that's true. Oh, okay. Carol! Carol? Yep.
0: Yeah, I'm back. I put her back on. Oh,
4: cool! You want to give your rating? Cause it's your turn.
5: Sure. Um, I think to go with a B. I, um, I like the episode, but um, not as much as some of the others I've seen. There were some great things, and I did love the blue dot. Um, and and although it was well constructed, I don't know, I, um, and I enjoyed seeing, you know, more of Nick. But I don't know, there was just something that left me a little cold. So, um, and I don't know why. So I'll give it a B. I enjoyed it. It's a good episode. But, uh, um, yeah. Hey,
4: looking forward to others. A B is still solid. I would have taken oh, yeah. a B on anything that I've ever done.
5: <laughs> yeah, it would have
2: raised your average.
5: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
4: um, Aisha, you're up.
2: Oh, oh, um, I was going to say um, that face that Sam makes during the family dinner oh. is, like, really popular. <laughs> and I've seen pictures of that since before I even knew what Freaks and Geeks was. And I think even the actor has said on Twitter recently that that picture is... More popular than he is, <laughs> and like is my favorite thing ever. Yeah, but I would have to give this a B plus. I like
6: the
1: episode; I just didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Katrin. Um, I'm also gonna give it a B plus. I I liked the episode; I didn't like it quite as much as I liked last week's episode. Um, but some dumb. Stumps- some stuff i can speak i swear was pretty good and you know nick centric and i like nick a lot so that that's a bonus but don't think it's quite it quite earned an a so b plus
4: all right M?
0: um i'm waffling between a just a straight up a and an a minus i think this is one of the episodes i think of when i think of this show I think it's really good. It's really entertaining and fun. I'm gonna give it an
4: A minus. A minus from Emily. I feel the same way. I'm. This is definitely one of the episodes that I think like this might be the episode that I think of when I think think of Freaks and Geeks, but it's not necessarily because I think it's the best episode. There's just something about it. um, It's iconic. yeah, I mean, there's there's iconic moments, and like 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 you said, the face that Sam makes, and just the whole uh, the sun them playing "Sunshine of Your Love." I mean, I I don't know if you guys have listened to our podcast, but I play "Sunshine of Your Love" while Emily does the intro underneath it in MIDI form, actually, <laughs> um, and I shall again for this episode. But just because, like, when I think of when I think of, I remember Bob mentioned something like. Uh, Oh my god, is Sticks gonna be an ongoing thing with this show? And I was yeah, just yeah. thinking I don't know if that's gonna be the case. All I can remember is Sunshine of Your Love. It's the only song <laughs> I could ever, I could remember. But anyway, I think this episode is, is pretty good. I don't think it's the best. It's definitely not the worst. Um I'm gonna give it a B plus also. So that's gonna I mean we're kind of all over here, but uh, everything between a b and an a minus' a solid b plus episode from us um If you guys want to send us uh feedback, you can get us at the Facebook page, which is McKinley cast right that's what it's called Something like that mckinley cast okay. facebook.com slash mckinley and uh you can send us emails at mckinleycast at com, and we're also on itunes where we love reviews which um, in
0: fact we're gonna do a little contest
4: we are um, so uh, yeah why don't you tell them about that
0: yeah we've got three reviews already and so the people that and bob you're one of them I believe you yeah. did write a review The people that have written a review already Are automatically entered into the contest um, We're just We're a pretty small podcast So you'll have a pretty good shot if you do this And um, Just for a $10 iTunes gift card um, I think we'll Should we just go through the end of December
1: uh, Or should we go longer uh, oh It depends When this podcast will actually be released right.
5: <laughs> Or maybe how review. about how about one month from whenever this broadcasts
4: (laughs) we can say that so (laughs) end of January Uh,
0: we'll just pick a random review maybe assign you a number and I'll send you a $10 iTunes gift card
4: beautiful I want one can I win one no I'm on the podcast (laughs) but you can win one (laughs) can't review ourselves <laughs> um we can i, I guess we could stop me. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right guys um it was great talking to you bob you want to tell anybody i mean we went
3: over that you're from the dexter cast is there anything else you want to you know kind of promote or anything? yeah uh yeah uh it's a podcast yeah it's an intro cast like this one we've had aisha as a guest on um I also worked on the Hellmouth Podcast, which Catron has been a guest on, and I recently uh recorded an episode of the Other Lost Podcast, uh where I'm a newbie as well. Where really? are they at Where on are, that are you? Yeah. Uh in season five. Oh uh, my episode was Namaste. I am
4: about three quarters away through season two of Lost. Oh I'm cool. Season it two, that very, one's very intense. slowly. Yeah, but I'm 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 digging it. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was gonna hate it. So many people say so many bad things. It's like if if somebody were to tell me to watch Dexter now without ever having like I watched Dexter from season two on, and if they were like after I heard all the terrible things about like you know the last season of Dexter, and they were like, hey, you should watch Dexter, I'd be like. You're out of your mind, and that's what happened with Lost too, where they're like Lost. I was, was going to so say you'll bad. hear the same things about the end of Lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Lost gets so bad. I mean, I have people coming out every time. They're like, "So, what are you watching nowadays?" And I'm like, well, well, "I'm watching Lost." They're like, "You should stop watching after season one." I'm like, "Oh well, <laughs> no, no I like the. End. I'm one of the people that like the
0: end of Lost.
4: You like the end of Lost? Yeah. You're definitely in the small minority there. I agree. Yeah but I did like it. The problem I keep hearing is that a lot of storylines don't get resolved, which worries me because I don't know what which storylines they are, and I don't know what I'm supposed to what I should allow myself to get invested in. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> should I worry about these freaking numbers that Hurley no. knows? Like, do I need to worry no. about these things?
5: That's <laughs> why I haven't started the Lost yet. And
4: no, you'll find out about the
5: worst.
0: First. you find out about the numbers.
5: Really? Yeah. I, I only saw the first I don't know, when it first came on, I watched it, and I don't know, they lost me in the first season, I was like, I was just getting bored, hmm. and uh, I never went back, and the more I read from the writers and stuff, that basically, they didn't know, you know, they were just throwing stuff out there, and didn't they have didn't any idea that. where they were going with any of it, and it was just like, ugh i tell
4: so, you though,
0: it was a fun show to be in the fandom while it was going on, I you know, it just
4: talk, talk, there talk, talk with my s- sisters about it. Yeah, there must have been mm-hmm. so much just like yeah. what's going to happen next type stuff. It was
1: it was fun. Yeah. Is it, it one was of those shows ride? where the fandom is just so much better than the show itself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, another, dad's what's
4: dad's... another show that you could say that about? Glee. Really? Oh, yes. You yeah. both said the... that at the same time.
1: <laughs> wow. The sh- I, I hate the show Glee with every fiber of my being at this point but I actually physically cannot stop watching it because I'm so (laughs) devoted to the fans and to two of the characters. I've actually
2: stopped watching it, but I still... How? Tell me
1: how. I don't know. I
2: was just watching the one with Blaine's big brother, and I was like, I'm missing time off doing homework for this shit, and I just never went back. Like, I was in the middle of the episode, and I just never went back.
1: Uh, I wish I was as strong as you, Aisha. Mm.
2: I watched a couple episodes of that and was like,
1: no.
2: Nope. Yeah, I watched, the first season was really good. After
0: that, then,
1: no. Well, it was like the first nine episodes, and then they went on a That's hiatus. What, I watched
2: the first nine
6: episodes, and,
1: and then was like, eh. it was all downhill from there. <laughs> and then season two was bad, and season three was bad, and I I don't want to talk about it anymore.
6: <laughs>
2: That's the formula <performing laughs> the fine murphy shows,
1: though. Mm. I have a feeling we're approaching
4: that that on Community now. That the fandom is better than the show itself. Well, would...
0: that got restructured. They got new.
4: Well, they had showrunner. Well, they they, they got they lost Anne Harmon and they got those two guys that you know trashed up season four or whatever. Not that I mean, come the on, last nobody of else season could have four done wasn't it. That bad. It was pretty weak. I mean, like there was some interesting emotional moments, but the show was rarely funny through season four. It's like
0: a shell of its former self. Yeah,
4: it was like fan fiction. I don't know. It just it bumped yeah. me out. Hey, don't
1: knock fan fiction. I love fan <laughs> fiction. <laughs> All right, it was You've like poor. It was like
4: fan poorly written fan fiction. Like fan and...
1: fiction written by twelve-year-olds.
4: Yeah, there you go. But
2: they start <laughs> to figure it out by like the second half. And there
4: were definitely a couple episodes. There were a couple episodes. That I was like, these are okay, but most of them, I was just like, okay, this is just weak. And. Like listen, this is the one situation where I wouldn't mind at all if the main character woke up in the first season of of in the first episode of season 5 and said, "Oh, that was all a dream." Like I would actually be okay with that for once. Okay, anyway, you know, this has been fun, guys. Um, We're done. We're done, I right? will do everything that I can to get this episode up um after I get the other episode up. <laughs> What
2: did we end the recording?
4: No, I haven't entered the recording. <laughs> the world needs to hear this. We're still going <laughs> on. Um all right. Bye everybody.
6: Bye. Bye.
4: Bye. Now the recording is ended. Okay. Say terrible things.
5: About right. whom?
7: NOT